hello, hello. You are listening to Above Average, and I'm here with a very happy, smiling Bobby Earhart. What's going on, man? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because you just did something funny, and you, you made fun of me before we started, and now you're grinning I... real big as I go, hello, hello. <laughs> well, actually, I'm not laughing about making fun of you a few minutes ago. I'm laughing about your actual hello, hello that you just said. <laughs> Should that make me feel better or worse? I don't know. It's however you want to go, man. However you want to take it. I think it was different. It was just a little different this time. I think I, I made you self-conscious about it. I, I was very much more aware this time. But anyway, this is Above Average, the podcast for big <laughs> families. Uh, and we talk about big family stuff on the show. I'm Lance Osborne, your host. Like I said, I'm here with Bobby. Bobby, how's your week been? How you been? How's life? How are the kids? How's everything? Yeah. Uh, everything's good, I guess. It's, you know, I'm, I don't want to give you the answer I give my wife that she gets upset about, which is good. How's your day? Fine. <laughs> Women love that stuff. That's, that's what uh, I hear. You mean they love the details or the, no, the one good. answers? Right. The one word answers. I'm fine. Oh uh, yeah. I'm always in trouble for that. Yeah. I never <laughs> tried with got, Sarah. My mom got that from me when I was a teenage boy as well. Good. Fine. Tell me about that girlfriend. No. <laughs> I love it that you didn't say she's good. You just said no. I'm not going to tell you. No, we are good. Everything's good. Uh, indigenous. It's been. It's just been so hot, man. Oppressively humid and hot. I, I just feel like it's been a memorable summer as a as it uh, pertains to the the weather this this year. And as the time of recording, it's not even August yet. It's coming know, up, right? Yeah, I guess by the time it ships, you know, by the time folks are listening to this, it it'll be August. Um, August, of course, also known as back to school time. It's what we're getting into a little bit here, right? School days, man. Good old golden rule days. There you go. Is that is that from a song? I think it is. Are you asking because you know, or asking no? I'm asking because, because you, you totally called me out on the last episode for missing the drop. You, yeah. you had a great reference in there, and I totally missed it. Totally miss it. I'd like to hear from any listener that caught it. Yeah, anybody that got the 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 song that I referenced, tweet Lance, and we will thank you for that. <laughs> we could do that. We could. I don't know. We'll we'll find a book. We give them. Let's we'll give, give them a book. Something. Let's give what them a book. We, one of our books. We have a book. <laughs> I've got a bunch on my shelf over here. I'll just pick one at random and send it to them. We'll give them Sweet. one of our books. We'll sign someone else's book, but the one that's in our possession. That's awesome. Let's do that. Okay, so the first ever giveaway on Above Average. Here we go. Or hey, maybe we'll just sign a piece of paper and send it to them. And it'll be, and when we're like huge, they can say, this is, this was us someday. There you go. One day. So, so if you got the song reference from the last episode, between now and let's say August 10th of 2015, if you're listening to this from the future, sorry about it. You missed out on the awesome, awesome giveaway. But before August 10th, if you catch the song reference, hit me up on Twitter at Osborne, O-S-B-O-R-N-E, or email us at theaboveaverageshow at gmail.com. That's kind we'll of fun. We'll come up with something cool. Yeah, we'll come up with something cool. It is August-ish. Kids are going back yeah. to school. My kids hit uh, hit the streets. That sounds awful. <laughs> My kids <laughs> Where? Well, want to know what school they're going to. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, my kids go back to school August twelfth. How about yours? How about how about down there in Spring Hill, Tennessee? When do they start? 
Uh, I need a calendar. Not this Friday, but next Friday they have a half day. What's that? The uh, I don't know. I don't calendar. All right. It shall be here soon, though, regardless. But, yeah, Bobby and I just wanted to talk about that. You know, certainly it's timely, but it's relevant to big family life in that we know a lot of families who homeschool, a lot of big families who homeschool. We know a lot of big families who do, you know, straight public school. Then you factor in different private schools and stuff. I mean, so private schools, academies, homeschooling, public schools, cost, uniforms, tuition, lunches. Head, what else? I mean, all this exploding. stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's a lot to it. I think there's a lot that we could tackle in this one. But it's all the school stuff as it relates to big families. Hey, look, when you've got a big family, you've got more kids. So, of course, you've got less money to drop on all this stuff. But it's more than money, right? So it's not just the tuition dollars. So, for instance, it's a bigger deal to do different things for some kids. Like if you homeschooled a few of your older kids and then later on you decided to send them to public school or vice versa. I mean, you've got to factor in all this stuff and all of it is school related. So anyway, I just thought it would be kind of fun to talk about. You with me, Bobby? I'm with you, man. I, there's there's too much to talk about. So we'll we'll talk uh we'll we'll hit the highlights i guess yeah we'll see what we can do the first thing i want to talk about is kind of my situation you could talk about your situation we did this in the last episode and when i was listening back to it i was like oh you know what it's kind of cool for us to offer our perspective offer our our background and experiences just as context for hey this is where we're coming from we're aware that there are other perspectives and everything but this is where lance and bobby are coming from so just real quick you currently have one in school Right is or is Lucas starting? Is he kindergarten age yet? Yeah, man. <gasps> Whoa, Lukey guy, man. Lukey guy, biggest guy. Yeah, and honestly, his just isolating him is a is a good example for this whole. And I know we're gonna talk a little bit or touch on homeschool versus uh, public school versus private school thing. Uh, I'll just throw in a snippet as a teaser. But uh, Catherine said that Lucas. He's our second. Uh, he's six, and he's got a very sweet, gentle, thoughtful, you know, heart, if you will. He he th- is is thinking about other people. He's just very perceptive in many uh, areas in life. I mean, he's also rambunctious, you know, rascally, you know, crazy fun kid too. So it's, it sounds like I have favorites, doesn't it? <laughs> Now you have to talk about all the other ones just like that. Yeah, I could talk about all of them in, in their own little way. But, Amen. Um, but Lucas, for Catherine, she said to me, he might be the one that drives me to homeschool. Um, drives is, is a hard word there, but maybe convinces me to homeschool. Because uh, it's been something that we are uh, kind of open to the idea of, but we don't do that yet. Uh, so I can get into that, but yeah, we've got Ava in going into second grade and Lucas will be going into kindergarten, which is where mommy Catherine is kind of like, Oh my boy, you know, he's, he's leaving like preschool life. Cause he's done a couple years of, you know, like a three day a week preschool at our church, which is, you know, that's safe zone, if you will. And now he's going to big school, public school, kindergarten school. And Catherine's worried about that. So, uh, yeah, so those are the two. And Noah is Noah's actually in, in that same three-day preschool thing that Lucas uh, was in. So we have three. Uh, Noah's like half days. Ava and Luke will be full days. And then we obviously William will be 
uh, under the care <laughs> of Catherine on um, most days. So, Well, in our case, we've got our five kids. We only have one in full-blown school, Katie Beth. She'll be in first grade coming up this year. And uh, as far as Luke and Mary go, uh, Luke will be going to preschool for the first time. He'll be going. He'll actually have the same teacher that Mary had last year. So they're 14 months apart. So Mary will be in the four-year-old class. Luke will be in the three-year-old class. So that's only a couple of days a week, and it's preschool. I'm aware that that's not school school, but still, as far as like the burden and the impact that it's got on the family, it's still there as far as sending out two kids uh, in addition to our first grader. So that's where we're at. So the schools that you guys have down there, uh, you're still in Williamson County, Tennessee, right? Mm -hmm. In Spring Hill. Yep. And those mm -hmm. are some of the best schools, if not the best schools in the state, public schools. So they say, yeah, that's, that's, that's what, what I've always and, heard. And we're we're proud to be in the county if that is true. Uh, I mean, that is that was certainly a, a poll or a, a reason that we when we moved and we bought a house, we, we, we had the option to kind of cross county lines. Uh, we rented for a while in Williamson and then but we we chose to stay in Williamson for those. And that was a big reason. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I think now is probably a decent time to talk about the value of private school. Is that something that you guys ever considered? Probably not, right? Because the public schools are so awesome. Uh, well, see, that's where I, I don't know. Like, I, you know, it's a good episode for me because I'm thinking through, like, to answer your question, yes. We've always had this idea of wanting to send our kids to private school. Before we got married, we'd talk about that. And, but as we've grown as a family, as I've, as I've matured as, you know, an adult a little bit and <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> um, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm just always on this line of how worth it is it. Uh, I guess it really depends on the school. Uh, I, I've known some kids that have gone to private schools that weren't the best kids. And I've known, uh, you know, kids that went to public school that weren't the best kids. And I've known the adverse of that too, you know, and I've never really given credit to one or the other. So, uh, I, I normally give credit maybe to their upbringing, uh, you know, who, how they were raised and, and, you know, uh, God too, you know, I know that, that we don't go there on the show a lot, but that's, that's where I go sometimes, you know, personally. So, so I don't know. You know, it's a good question. We've considered private school. Honestly, for us, I'll just be straight up. It's it's cost prohibitive for us. What about you guys? It's interesting because so when we lived in Nashville, and just a reminder, if you haven't caught some of the previous shows where Bobby and I have talked about this, uh, Bobby and I used to work together, uh, both living in Nashville in the Nashville area. And my wife and I, we were down there for about 10 years. And we decided recently, um, a little over a year ago, to move back to our hometown of Owensboro, Kentucky. Sarah and I both grew up here and we both grew up here going to Catholic schools, K through 12, man. That's, that's what, that's what we both did. That's what our siblings did. And that's just the way that we were raised. The Catholic schools here are excellent, but they're not like academy level, right? I mean, to me, there's almost this distinction between the private schools that are charging kind of a nominal tuition and you go there and it's, it's simpler than what you would expect. It's certainly simpler than the public schools around here as far as, you know, tech stuff and the number of extracurriculars and all that. It's, it's more pared down. When I think of private schools, like, for instance, in Williamson County, though, I mean, I'm thinking of plenty off the top of my head. The tuition is expensive. It's like college tuition for a, a state school. 
you know, it's it's way up there. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, uh, you you may know more because I've I never did full research on it. I always kind of thought. Well, I, we, know, yeah. I, so we just dipped our toes in the water looking at it. Yeah. We're like, oh, we we can't do this. You yeah, know, yeah. Uh, even for you know one or two kids, we're going. Man, I don't know. Is it all it's cracked up to be? And can we afford this for everybody? What if we keep on having kids? You know, there's a mm-hmm. lot to it. So in that realm, when we were living in Nashville, we weren't able to do that. And yeah. we, and so unlike you guys, you are living in Williamson County. We lived in Davidson County, which is actually the county that Nashville is in. And to be honest, the public schools there were not really something that we wanted our kids to be in. We're not all snooty and high and mighty, but we had quite honestly heard some horror stories um, about the public schools there, about some of the what some of the kids who are kind of like our families, um, what they had gone through, and we're like, we don't want to put our kids through that. So we had options. Yeah. You know, we could have moved yeah. to Williamson County, similar to you guys, and done the public public school thing there. Uh, but for just a myriad of reasons, and it's it, right now is not the the best time to unpack this. But for a number of reasons, we ended up coming back home to our hometown. And, you know, it was job stuff, work stuff, family stuff, life stuff. It all worked out. It was really cool how it panned out. Um, But it also opened up the door for Katie Beth to go to the same exact school system that Sarah and I went to growing up. And again, it really worked out. Katie Beth's classroom last year. I don't know if I ever dug you. Katie Beth's classroom was my fourth grade classroom growing up. Wow. So when, when we went in for the meet the teacher night and all that stuff, I'm like, oh, my gosh. This is really surreal. Katie Beth, I used to sit right here. And I remember the time that I got in trouble and I had my desk moved. I mean, all that stuff. And she's going, what kind of nostalgic, about? huh? It was weird. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. long story short, um, to me, that's a very different private school experience than, again, some of the academies. Now, I'm not judging public versus private versus these academy schools or any other parochial schools or anything like that. I'm just saying in my specific situation, in our family situation, that's how it ended up lining up. And because the Catholic schools and the values and the, the faith element and all that stuff, kind of like you alluded to earlier, that's very important to us. And the schools around here, Owensboro Catholic schools are really, really strong about that. And they're getting even stronger, even stronger than what they were when I was going there. So that's really that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. You know, I'm glad you said the whole not judgy thing. We do that from time to time on the show. Ultimately, like I said a minute ago, I've seen bad and good in, in both and all. You know, as far as, you know, and I can't say bad like these kids should be in prison. I just mean, man, I just think that you're going to get all, aspect, all aspects, all f- uh, different levels of formation, regardless of the school. If you're talking about education now, that's where you, you, you leave me a little bit. Like I, I would guess that certain private schools can, can guarantee a better education from test results and statistics and things like that. I could, I would guess that Williamson County can prove statistically that they have more such and such, you know, higher test scores. And that's why they're the the best school in the County. And that's cool. And that's great. Um, but, you know, from a formative standpoint, from a human value standpoint, from a character building standpoint, I think you get all uh, all layers in in each of those realms. You know what I mean? Whether you said it all, you said private, you said public, you said parochial homeschooling, um, you're going to, you know, so I just want to make sure everybody knows we're keeping it real as f- from a standpoint of, you know, it, this isn't a, you know, don't go to private because it's too costly because there are some that may, you probably can't afford. And, uh, I said, I said, can C A N, 
you know, and, and if you just do your homework and maybe you're part of a parish that offers discounts or maybe you have, maybe and that's, you have by the way, mul- that's what we've got yeah. uh, being part yeah. of our local parish. It makes it uh, reasonable for us to send yeah, our kids work. there. Otherwise it would be closer to college tuition level, you know, something that we definitely yeah. would not be able to afford. Um, well, well, and us too, I was going to say us too for, uh, for St. Philip, um, you know, the, the, the little boys, part of their preschool was, um, the learning center, which was part of the the church. And we've been parishioners there for a while. I know we got some sort of a discount. Catherine probably knows more about that stuff, but that made it okay for us. You know, um, I think you were about to go with discounts for multiple kids, right? That's exactly what I was going to mention because that's, that's a thing actually. So in the Catholic school system here in Owensboro, so K through eight, I think is uh, it's got a different tier structure than nine through 12, but K through eight, at some point, like if you look at the matrix, the pricing matrix for everything, it's like one kid is this, two kids is this, and then it says three plus. So if you end up having four kids or five kids or seven kids stretched out K through eight, you pay the three plus price. So not only does it make more sense, you know, as you have more kids to do something like that because the discounts are there, but at least with this school system, it does kind of max out. So Sarah and I have already planned out. Uh, we've we've got a chart. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, showing what the next, I don't know, 18 years look like. So when Katie Beth is in this grade, Tyler will be in this grade, and Luke and Mary will be in this grade. So we just kind of wanted a rough ballpark of 10 years from now, 15 years from now, who's in what grade, and what does that matrix, that pricing matrix look like? Like, how does that impact us 10 years or 15 years down the road? Obviously, things will change, prices will increase, all that. But we wanted to go ahead and not really be surprised by that. So anyway, that's that's why I'm speaking to that is because obviously the niche of what we're talking about, the big family stuff, that impacts us. So that's something to keep in mind if you're considering uh, private schools or parochial schools in your situation. Uh, think about that. Or you know what? Even if they don't offer that, ask them. And if you're thinking, if you're kind of on that line already going, yeah, the private school makes more sense in our case, but I don't know if we can afford it. Go talk to the headmaster or the principal or whoever and say, hey, what if we end up putting five kids through this school system or seven kids through the school system over the next 12 years? What does that look like? Can you work with us a little bit? Yeah, I, th- I feel like Catherine and I are very even keel on uh, in this arena. Um I th- I think if a private school option presented itself that was um, affordable and reasonable, that we would cer- certainly consider it. You know, um, I, we're super glad to be in Williamson County, that is statistically one of the better counties in in Tennessee. Uh, I've probably got friends that would argue and say that hey, it ain't it's not cracked up, it ain't cracked up <laughs> to what it's supposed to be. Uh, my kids are in in Davidson or my kids are in Murray and they're great. And I'd be like, and I would be like, cool, great. I wouldn't yeah. argue with them, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you know, it, sometimes it boils down to the teacher, it boils down to the grade, you know. So sure. it's it's hard to like really dive in on this stuff. Yeah, uh, but I would, mean, whether yeah. you're in Utah or Florida or Tennessee or Kentucky. Looking at this stuff, you know, there's you've got to run the cost benefit analysis. No, debt, totally, totally. So, what's the benefit that you're getting? And if you're saving buku bucks, right, by sending your kids to the public schools, then you're going to be more likely to pay for your kids' college tuition later on down the road. That's a mm-hmm. huge advantage. Or if you yeah. can do both, that's great too. But what what we're saying is, and Bobby and I are both on the same page about this because we just in our show prep we talked about this a little bit. Where is the line? 
You know, you don't want to work so much. You don't want to be working 80 hours, both you and your spouse, to pay for all this. You never get to see your kids. You don't get to do any of that just to be able to send them off and let somebody else be their educator on everything, spiritual issues, life issues, brain issues. I mean, all that stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great point. I mean, I'm I'm reminded of a talk I heard years ago all the time when it comes, and it's more, I guess, on the church side of things, but... Um, we are the primary formators. Parents are the primary formators of their children when it comes to spirituality or faith. And I, I kind of let that that kind of fall over into other areas of life as well. And it reminds me as a father to say, you know, I, I can help be an educator. You know, now when we get into calculus, it's, you're going to leave me. You're going to leave me behind. Actually, you might leave me behind way before then. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like yeah, you yeah. have to you have to temper the circle of life thing, you know, when it comes to schools and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I think it just kind of goes back to me saying we're, we're pretty level or even in this arena and we're open to switching it up or changing it up per kid or whatever, you know? So at this point, I think it may make sense for us to talk about homeschooling because that's another really popular option for bigger families. Um, it's something talking about dipping our toes in the water. That is something that we tried. Uh, actually we homeschooled Katie Beth, for kindergarten. And now I know it's kindergarten, right? So um, Sarah, my wife is brilliant. Uh, she has her master's degree. I'm college educated as well. Neither one of us are teachers though. So kindergarten, tell you what, you can handle that. Um, yeah. And you know, if you start talking to the homeschooling people, I'm sure they would say, hey, it was really basic for me to even teach them third grade or fifth grade or whatever because I had all these resources, whether it's online resources or textbooks or support staff or a homeschool meetup group, any of that stuff. But it was still very daunting for me to look at essentially the curriculum that Katie Beth needed to pick up on as a kindergartner and know that my wife and I were solely responsible for that. I think I would fail kindergarten right now. <laughs> do I have to draw or, or um, do any arts and crafts at all right now? If I'm in kindergarten, I think you have to know your left from your right. Oh, I'm out. Or you, you have I'm to out. go back. I'm out. <laughs> we should do a movie. Oh, wait, they already did that. Of what? Uh, of going back to all the way through your grades. Wasn't that Billy Madison? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I forgot about that. Pretty funny. Yeah. P- people that listen to this show know can know my age just by my movie and music references. You'd be like, yeah, he was, you know, kind of an 80s, 90s kid. Totally. Totally, <laughs> dude. I, I, sorry to get us off topic, but did you, did, you con, did you confirm what bay means? Before anyone else. See, Lance. I am up on it. Totes. Oh, uh, totes magotties. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, B-A-E, bay, that's a reference to our last episode. Please go listen. Uh, if you don't want to listen to the whole thing, just listen to the first 10 or so minutes because uh, Bobby totally schools me on the meaning of bay. I put up a fight. Come to find out, he's right. Congratulations, sir. I'll send you a book from my personal library. Thanks, bay. <laughs> okay, so back on track. So homeschooling. Yeah, homeschool. Now, yeah. is that something that you guys ever considered for your kids? Because, look, the the church that you and I both went to, the circles that we ran in, we knew some people who were doing that stuff. And... I don't think it ever would have hit my radar had I not known people who were doing it directly. I never would have been tempted, never would have thought about it. And I say I, I mean we, 
Sarah and I both, uh, of course, were were in this discussion. Um, but uh, so you're still swimming in that sea a little bit. Like I don't know as many people homeschooling nowadays. Is that something that you guys consider for your family? Oh yeah, I mean we we actually weigh it every year. It's an option every year, and we make the decision like a we sit down and talk about it and make a hard decision every year about what we're going to do with each kid, you know? Um, so we do run in that circle still. And I would say, I mean, Catherine's told me before that most of her friends are either homeschooling all their kids or they have, or they're a part of their kids or they're doing some sort of, uh, what are those programs called where it's like kind of half and half. I can't remember where, they may go a day or two to a certain location, and then the other days are, you know, home curriculum. Yeah, I've heard so, them, right. I've heard them called different things, a hybrid program. Yeah, um, something like yeah. that. That's probably the right. best general way, way to put it. But uh, so, yeah, we've thought about it. And, and like going back to the whole Lucas reference, I, Catherine, that's why she says that. She's because, you know, we've done, we've done public school all the way through, you know, Ava's eight. So, you know, so Ava's the one that's been through the most, obviously. But now with Lucas hitting kindergarten, she kind of jokingly remarks, but is also being kind of serious and jest. You know, Lucas, if, if we start to feel or hear or see that he is getting, I don't know, brought down or, or whatever, or he's, I don't know. You know, I don't want to, again, I don't want to be judgy on public school because we're all about it because I, I came from that and our kids are in it now. But there's a real concern that you are getting, I don't know, the moral fibers of things. I don't want to go down there that road too much. But if Lucas starts to start to change a little on, on that arena, she's going to be like, hey, I might homeschool. This is enough. That's, that's worth it to me. Uh, just that, you know, to, to keep him guarded or whatever, you know? So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the, I guess like I may have touched on topics that we could have go down on different shows or whatever, but, um, well, but just a quick note on on the judginess or lack of judging or whatever. you know, I don't think it's fair to judge other people's situations because you don't know, but it's totally fair for you to say, look, in my situation, I'm going to judge the public schools or judge homeschooling or judge whatever for my kid or for my my spouse and I, or whatever. Um, It's your responsibility, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I did pull some stats on homeschooling. I was just curious. I was like, okay, this is popular, but it seems like, is it getting popular? Because it seems like it's, and by the way, you're going to talk about some of the, I guess, societal norms or societal pressures or whatever here in a second. But I was like, is there some momentum happening here? Is this becoming a bigger deal so that, I don't know, maybe when these kids go off to college, there's going to be less Mm -hmm. of a stigma associated with it. You know, it kind I, of feels that way. Don't yeah, you think? yeah. So I, I looked at some stats. Right now, there are about 2.2 million home-educated students in the United States. Wow. Now, percentage-wise, I, I don't know what that is. I'd have to pull the, the larger stat. But just 2.2 million kids alone right now, that's substantial to me. The home-educated uh, typically score 15 to 30 percentile points above public school students on standardized academic achievement tests. All wow. right, man. That's crazy. Homeschool students score above average, no pun intended, on achievement (laughs) tests, regardless of their parents' level of formal education or their family's household income. That one's crazy to me. So that's not, you know, the rich people have a lot of time. They've got a lot of education to homeschool their students. So the rich keep on getting richer because their kids keep on getting smarter. It's not that. Again, I think that's the most important stat. I'm going to read that one more time. 
Homeschool students score above average on achievement tests, regardless of their parents' level of formal education or their family's household income. Yeah, those are all really, I mean, especially that last one, those are all, those advocate, advocate great uh, to, to homeschool. And that's why we're totally open to it. We, but we just have to, we're weighing that all those stats into our entire family, you know, sphere, if you will. And so if we were just isolating those, those statistics, we might be like, Oh, we got a homeschool. And I saw, and I bet some people are really strong on that too. Like it's the only way, but we are, we're tempered there. We're like, maybe, Maybe not. We'll see. We're, we're going to play it by year every year, you know? So. Yeah, and that's another thing, you know, going going year to year, because that's what we did with Katie Beth. We said even when we moved back to Kentucky, if for some reason we don't click with that Catholic school system the way that we want to or the way that we think we will, we reserve the right year to year to say we can always go back to that because the homeschooling thing did work. Uh, by the way, all those stats that I just dropped, they were from the National Home Education Research Institute. Found those online. I will put a link in the show notes if you want to go check out those stats and some more. Again, I'm not advocating for or against any of these options, uh, but we're just looking at all of them fairly fairly roundly, saying these are our uh, experiences with them. I'm sure you have different experiences. But again, factoring them all into big family life, I, I would love to find a stat, and this is what took me down the stats road, Bobby. I would love to find a stat that says, larger families are more likely to homeschool or larger families are more likely to not go to private schools or whatever. Um, I, I couldn't find anything with, you know, true evidence backing that up, but I would say, sure, you know, that's, that's my gut feeling is that larger families are more likely to homeschool and less likely to do private schooling, you know, if yeah. tuition cost, if nothing else. Yeah, I would agree. And it, it, yeah, tuition costs is the one thing. Um, yeah, that's probably the biggest the biggest one, but there's probably some other reasons too. So what were you going to say about the social norms and that stuff? Oh, uh, you know, I, again, I'm just going to say things that I've heard. Um, I think some people have, and, and talking just, I don't know, uh, just regular chatting with friends or whatever, I think some people that don't or that are against homeschooling when they're going to be... <laughs> you know, uh, this is the judge. I say judgy a lot on this episode when they're all judgy. (laughs) Um, they'll say, Oh, homeschool kids aren't socially uh, developed as much as kids in a school system. And, uh, you could just think on that from a practical standpoint and say, okay, well, my kids are, they go to school. They either ride a bus, they go to a classroom where there's multiple people. They're around people all day. They're better with people, right? I mean, that just makes logical sense. But it's not it's not true in all cases. It could be true in some, but it's not always true. And I know because I grew up, uh, and I'm, I'm like we said, we we run in circles that have parents that are homeschooling now, and we you know know their kids by nature of of being friends with the parents. And I grew up with kids that homeschooled solely, like only, and they weren't socially inept per se. Um, can I say that I've seen? Other families that seem that way, you know, I guess I, I didn't know them closely enough to, to say one way or the other. So I guess I just wanted to bring that up because it is, I think it is a false stigma, if you will. Um, but maybe false in, in some and true in others, you know, I, I don't know. The changing, stat. changing probably regardless, just because the number of, by the way, that was another stat and I didn't, I didn't jot it down, but I just read it briefly saying that homeschooling is on the rise and it's growing, I think. The stat was something like two to eight percent increased 
there's a two to eight percent increase annually right now with homeschooling, which is yeah because of the great benefits of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I, I guess I just wanted to snip at that, if you will, just to say. If you're out there and you're thinking, well, I could never homeschool because I don't want my kids to not know how to talk and, or, or not how to you know, interact with people in the real world, that's, to me, I feel like it's hogwash. It really is. I mean, it can maybe be that way with certain families, but I don't think it's because of homeschooling. It could be for other reasons. And It's because you're weird. Go there. It's the parent. <laughs> that's your Bam! problem. It's not homeschooling's fault. <laughs> Who knows, right? So anyway. Hey, but Bobby, I, I, man, I think we can wrap this one up. We've talked about a lot of stuff as it relates to private schooling and homeschooling. Um, uh, I, we don't really need to sit here and wax poetic on the virtues of public schooling. I mean, the benefits are there. It's free. Hello. That's helpful. Uh, sort it, of. You pay taxes. Well, you know what? When you pay private school tuition, you also pay taxes for the public schooling. Bam. Welcome to my world. No tax benefit there. But you know what? You mean your... welcome to the world. <laughs> yeah, right. But you know what? It's your choice to do that. And that's what makes, in, in our situation, the uh, private school decision even sweeter because we have to say, okay, it's really worth it for all of these values. And then essentially we have to pay double tuition or whatever it ends up being with your tax bill plus tuition. You kind of look at it going, okay, this has to be really, really worth it. And in our case, it is. For a lot of people, it's not, or they just don't have that option. Um, but public schools, again, you know, virtually free. And uh, uh, the other benefits being there's probably one by your house, so you don't have to, you know, ship your kid 30 minutes away. Uh, I mean, all that stuff. What else would be the other obvious benefits? Bobby, you've you've got more experience with this than I would. I don't know. I mean, you mentioned them. Um... I mean, you talk about special needs. Obviously, if we had a special needs kid, you know, mm -hmm. the public schools yeah, would... They they would make all the sense in the world. A public school certainly is equipped to handle special needs and that that's a major bonus. Um, you know, so I know, I know some families that are that way. My mother-in-law works with special needs kids and such. So yeah, that's definitely a benefit. So super important stuff. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Bobby, I think this is about it. Again, we can go deep. We could talk about, like I said, the college stuff we could talk about. I mean, we've got some other notes on transportation and busing. Uh, we wanted to talk about lunch and all that. But I think some of those kind of get away from, from these broader yet still really important topics of, I guess, private versus public versus homeschooling. Uh, that's been a, a good discussion. Sure. Yeah. And I, I will say one food for thought towards the end here. I know some families that did homeschooling for some of their kids and then some of their kids' personalities, maybe one or two of their the kids' personalities, going back to the Chris Licurdo show, listen to that. Um, episode 15 for you listening at home. Nice, nice. Uh, they just, they bumped heads. Like when it came to curriculum in the home or distraction in in the house, they needed to be in an arena with other people and that's where they found their focus and such. And so I know families that did both like the first three kids were homeschooled. And then all of a sudden along came the rambunctious, crazy one who needed like more structure or something, uh, needed someone to be held them accountable to the work pace and stuff like that. And he went to public school and I thought while the others cool. continued being homeschooled. Yeah. Awesome. So whatever, right? I mean, make it work for your family is the point. 
All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this one. We hope you have enjoyed this one. We hope you guys and your big broods, your all your kids and all that stuff. Hope you guys have a great school year. Um, it's kind of unfortunate that it seems to come so quickly. Uh, but I know we've got other people out there going, oh, yeah, it's back to school time. Kids get out of my house because that happens, too. <laughs> but, True. Uh, Hope you guys have a great school year. Uh, if there's anything else, if there's anything that we missed, let us know. Who knows? Bobby and I might uh, hit this one up for an update show at some point because, again, there's more stuff to talk about. Um, but if there's something we've missed, something we got wrong, please let us know. Uh, if you have any other feedback or anything like that, please do let us know. Like I said earlier, you're going to email us at theaboveaverageshow at gmail.com or visit us online at aboveaverageshow.com and uh, let us know what you think. And anyway, thank you so much for listening, and thank you for being above average. We'll see y'all next time. Later, guys. Well, hello, hello. This is Lance Osborne at the Above Average Show, the podcast for big families. That sounds nothing like me. Well, hold on. Well, hello, hello. This is Lance. I can't do it. <laughs> I, I don't even know what it is. What? What is it? Well. <laughs> <laughs>